possible. Anything's possible! Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of You Can't Handle the Truth. I'm your host, Chris, joined by Billy. How was your Thanksgiving, Billy? Wonderful, man. Lots of turkeys. Any football? Oh, yeah. Go Blue. How about that Michigan game? <laughs> college football, eh? Yeah. All right. I'm not a really college football fan, but anyways, to start it off, we're just going to recap uh, last night's uh, Chicago Bulls game. Celtics beat the Bulls 124-97. to That moved us to 14-4. and That's the best record in the East, Billy. Yeah, number one seed. Yep, this was an in-season tournament in which we had to win by at one point, I think it was 23 points. I guess it was all different variations throughout the game. We ended up winning by 27, but we also needed the Nets to win. So this was a huge win for us. Not because I thought we wouldn't beat the Bulls, but in the fashion that we had. So we kind of had our backs against the wall, and we pulled through. And Joe played it really close to the vest because he acted like, no, we don't care about the in-season tournament. You know, if it happens, it happens. But honestly, we controlled our destiny yesterday, and they pushed for it. Like, the starters were in with four, three minutes left in a 30-point game. We're intentionally fouling players to, you know, because they're bad free-throw shooters. Like, we were really intending to run up the score because that's the only way for us to get in was for us to win these tiebreakers. Yeah, what'd you think about the hack and drumming? I mean, he's a career 47% free throw shooter. Yeah, and it got in his head, and um, it actually worked really well. He missed four in a row. It was kind of embarrassing. I did feel bad, but, I mean, it's part of the game. I mean, if that's the case, his coach got to take him out. Yeah, I mean, I kind of feel bad because usually you only do that in the playoffs, but, I mean, that was a big game. You think Billy Donovan got a little butt hurt over that? i seen Joe and Billy talking for a minute, so. So they had a conversation before the game that, you know, obviously we needed to run up the score. So, like, don't be mad if we leave our starters in. But he didn't mention anything about the drumming part, like the intentionally fouling. So while he understood what we were doing, it ticked him off. And there was actually a few moments where, like, man, if looks could kill, those two were staring each other down pretty hardcore. (laughs) But the NBA, I mean, they – they wanted this tournament to be competitive, and I guess they got their wish, you know? Oh, it's a huge success. I was watching games that I would have never watched, trying to do the math in my head. Oh, how many points does this team need? Oh, the Warriors need to win by this many, or this team's out. Like, everybody's bouncing around with their calculators because of this tournament. It really got some interest where, honestly, there wouldn't be any, especially after a Thanksgiving week. Nobody would be talking NBA right now. No, you're right. It definitely got people to tune in. I do wish I know I forget what player was saying it. It should it should winning this tournament should result like in like maybe a six seed, you know, guaranteed or something. Nothing too high, but nothing too low either, you know. I like the tier idea. So like let's say you were like a team that had home court. Basically you could guarantee you have home court. Because let's say if it was a team that won the tournament that was like a twelve seed, they shouldn't jump up two tiers to like a four or five or even a six seed, but maybe they'll make them an automatic play-in team. So maybe you can only jump up like maybe two, three spots. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. I guess if you do, you know, you wait to the end of the season to see where they land and calculate it from there. Yeah, so next matchup um, for the in-season tournament for us, it's going to be Celtics versus Pacers. That's going to be Monday, December 4th. I'll get back to that in a second. Um, Bucks versus Knicks. 
And out west is going to be Lakers versus Suns and Kings versus Pelicans. Now, this Pacers game, um, I know we beat them easily last time, but there was no Halliburton. And Halliburton, I think, is averaging like 26 a game, Billy. Yeah, the Pacers game scares me. I don't know if you've been checking box scores, but every night they're in the 130s with points scored. They are just an offensive freaking juggernaut. And if you don't if you don't come to play, they're going to run you off the court, especially at home. Um, I'm actually pretty nervous about this game Monday. I really hope uh, the Celtics we know and love show up. Well, if the Bulls game was any is any, you know, measuring stick, I mean, I really don't want to use the Bulls as a measuring stick, but Brown, you know, dropped 30 of that game last night. And Holiday was really efficient, five for eight, and he put up 14. So he's starting to come around, and I feel like Hauser's finally, you know, got his role kind of carved out for him. Yeah, I would say the whole bench mob because I, I think Pritchard's been a lot better. I think even Luke's been contributing. The three of those guys mixed with what Al's doing with uh, Porzingis out is really, really uh, special right now. Al's on just a heater. I mean, he, for the last five, six games, he's shooting over 50%. He's he had a 14 rebound game like it's it's a little time machine uh, Al Horford. Yeah, he's been really good. So basically, our three bench guys that have, you know have been a lot better as of late is Pritchard, Cornet, and Hauser. Obviously, Cornet's getting more minutes because Porzingis is out. But um, I don't know if you caught that in in game interview yesterday, uh, Billy. But he's basically saying he's going to be back maybe next game of the game after that. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be out very long. Um, they have a bunch of workout videos with him jumping around, doing everything. Even during that game, he was in that uh, slick gray suit. He jumped up after every play, after every big Jalen dunk. He was, like, right there storming the court. So um, I wouldn't expect him against Philly on Friday, maybe not even Monday against the uh, Pacers. But if we're in Vegas, I actually really expect him to be playing at least one of those games, if not both. Yeah, I can see him missing the Philly game, but he'll definitely be there for the Pacers game. Just from the way it sounded like how the conversation was going with Scal and him. He was pretty good on commentary, huh? Yeah, I, honestly, I didn't realize his uh, English was as smooth as it was, you know? Yeah, he was busting chops a little bit. I thought that was a lot of fun. <laughs> um. So, so yeah, Celtics versus Pacers. I'm anticipating a win there. Bucks, I'm anticipating the Bucks to win. Lakers versus Suns. That's that's a toss. I'm gonna go with Suns, but that could be a toss up. I agree. And I feel like the Kings versus Pelicans another toss up, Billy. Yeah, we'll see if Sabonis can finally play well in a big game, a game that actually means something, because he is the king of like empty stats games. Like when the game doesn't matter, he'll put up numbers. He's been disappearing lately in these games that they've been losing while while Fox was out. So I'm kind of curious to see how he does, especially against a matchup like Zion. He could get eaten alive. Well, and C.J. McCollum is supposed to come back. Um, I think real soon, either this game or that game, he'll be back. I was reading because from here he had a collapsed lung. So if C.J. can come back, Pelicans might be uh, favorites for that game. So as it stands, Celtics versus Suns. Wow. That, that, that was like a finals uh, prediction, <laughs> Billy. Well, your yeah. finals prediction. I think that was mine because I wanted to bring it back to 1976. So uh, Yeah, and, and mine was Celtics-Lakers, which, I mean, could happen as well. So it's going to be interesting. Yeah, I'm really excited. I I, I really hope uh, not only do, uh, obviously, we advance, but, I mean, us versus the Bucks in an elimination game, and I'm not trying to get ahead of ourselves, but, I mean, that's going to be must-see TV. 
Yeah, that's you know the NBA's making a championship before the championship. So that I mean, they they're getting their money's worth for sure. Um, big question right now that I'm seeing around, you know, ESPN first take and whatnot is Orlando Magic's recent play. Are they pretenders or contenders? Considering they just beat us lately. And I believe, what are they, third in the East, I want to say? Yeah, third in the East, 12 and 5. Yeah, I mean, they always beat us, and they haven't been contenders before. It's just for whatever reason. Yeah, really, come on. They always beat us, yeah, but they were dog doo-doo before. Um, I do think they're kind of in the same ballpark as the Timberwolves out West. I think what they're doing is sustainable because they're doing it on the defensive end. These aren't offensive juggernauts. They're winning on playing really gritty, hard-nosed defense. And their record is showing it because obviously, you know, the 12 and five we mentioned, but they're six and three against teams above 500. They're beating good teams. Yeah, I would have to definitely say they're definitely contenders. They're not pretenders. They, they've been really good this year. And like you said, they are defended at a high level. I still probably would take Philly above them. You know, it's still early in, this, early in the season. So I'm sure they'll catch a losing streak, but it wouldn't surprise me if they finished top five at this point. No, because honestly, after Philly and Milwaukee, the East is pretty uh, dog crap, let's be honest. Like, the Hawks aren't nothing. The Heat are, I don't know what their deal is. They're really up and down. Every every other game, you'll just get a dud from them. They just got to make the playoffs. We know that. That's true. Um, the they Cavs know that. <laughs> have regressed. I think, you know, Donovan Mitchell's already looking at real estate elsewhere. So, uh, yeah, the Magic could be a five or six seed, which for them would be a huge accomplishment. Yeah, exactly. So it'd be great for that fan base as well. Looking ahead, we have the 76ers at home Friday. Last time we played them, we were shorthanded um, without JB and KP, if I recall correctly. Yeah, we had at least two guys, those two out. And then, it, and then we we lost to them with them, if I'm remembering correctly. Those games blur together. It feels like every Sixers game, we it's like, especially in the regular season, it's just back and forth. You win one, I win one. You win one, I win one. Yeah, exactly. But that was a really good win for us when we were down, you know, two good players. So um, that's going to be a big matchup because when you look at the East standings, two, two seed through five seeds, like, really bunched up. So, They're gonna I mean, need if, the we game. Lose that, if we lose that game, we're essentially tied with Milwaukee. And we're bunched up with Orlando and Philly as well. So it'd be like a four-way tie. Well, we're doing uh, getting a little favor done from the Pelicans by now. They're up by like 19 as we're recording this on the Sixers because Embiid's out with a little uh, little head cold. So I expect him to be back for us. But at least I'll put them at, what, 12 and 6? Something like that. So yeah, we'll at least have, have another game on them. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no way Embiid misses the game against us. I don't care how sick he is, especially with KP out. Embiid's going to play. Yeah, they need him right now so much anyway. So. Um, my closing debate for you, Billy. Have the Celtics proved to you so far that they are the best team in basketball? Yeah, I, I think it's a unanimous question. I think Kevin Garnett said you, it. You didn't, sound, you didn't sound very convincing when he said that. I was like, yeah, question mark. Well, the question mark is when our guys play. We've seen when we've had our five, six guys, 
we look like the best team in basketball. Now, there's been some hiccups when Holiday goes out, White goes out. White is kind of the, secretly like the spark plug on this team. We just have a different energy when he's out there versus not. He's having a hell of a season. And don't be surprised if he makes all defense, him and Holiday. Um, but uh, with KP out, you know, that's that's the question. that We knew that coming into the season. Like, if we stay healthy, we're the best team. We showed that. We beat all the good teams. We're what? Eight and three against uh, teams above 500? Yeah. No, above 500, we're definitely doing our job. But we can't be dropping games against the Hornets just because it's on a back-to-back either. That's totally fair. Guys out and, you know, you just lay an egg. But I'd rather lose those games than lose to the good teams and then they have something on us. Like, you know, yeah, I, I won't, I'm not going to lose sleep over a Monday afternoon in Charlotte. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to give it to you like this. I'm going to reiterate the question. Have the Celtics proved to you if they had the best team in basketball? No, because you can't lose against – to be the best team in basketball, you got to be consistent. Yeah. And losing against the Hornets in Orlando in a matter of two or three games proved to me they're not the best team yet in basketball. And let's not forget about the loss against Minnesota, who is right now ranked first in the East, Billy. So I need to see some more consistent play from Holiday and Brown. But both played well against the Bulls, so the future's bright. But we need to see more of it. So let's put you on the spot. Who's your best team in the league so far? Sure as heck ain't Denver. They're 4-6 and six against teams above 500. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll give it. You ask the question, I'm going to give it to you. Right now, the best team in basketball is probably the. Is it the? I mean, I'm going to say probably it is the Minnesota Timberwolves because they beat us. They got the best record in the West. But I'll say this: they're pretenders right now. They are pretenders. I, like I don't it. see them vying for the Western Conference Finals because there's going to, you know, when it comes down to it, Goldberg. Rudy Gobert, you know, they're just going to pick him apart and, you know, play him off the court. Like they have, you know, teams have done for the last couple of years when he was in Utah. They're just going to switch him, you know, switch him and he'll be defending some three and D wing player on defense, you know? Well, here's the thing with them. They built a team designed to beat one team. They built a roster designed to beat Denver. Now, if they get a golden state, if they get somebody else, they're going to play Gobert right off the floor they're going to lose like they normally do. But the way they're currently constructed, and they probably have a trade or two they could make as well, they can beat Denver. So that's the question. Yes, yeah, so the defense isn't the issue. To me, it's more their offense. And I was just looking at their points per game points per game right now, and they're like one, two, three, four, five. They're not even top. They're like top ten in the West on points yeah. per game. So they're struggling more so offensively. I think they last I checked they were the number one ranked defensive team, but when you know oh, yeah. when it gets Bio harder Bio. to when when it gets harder to score in the playoffs and you're having trouble scoring now, you're going to be in for a rude awakening. Yeah, and I don't trust any of those guys in a big game yet. Like Ant has, you know, he's he's getting there, but let's not crown him yet. I definitely don't trust Gobert or Cat in a big game. No, so. no, no. But right now, I got to give them their flowers. They beat us, the number one ranked team in the West. Minnesota right now is the best team in basketball. Could that change next week for me? Absolutely, it could. You, you know why they're not the best team in basketball, though? They didn't even why qualify for the tournament. Yeah, it's, it's, but it's just... <laughs> <laughs> 
get them. We almost did it either. So, I mean, what's get, that supposed to mean? Get them, get the Sixers. All those guys if, are going to be on their couch watching us hey, in Vegas. Billy, come on. If the Nets didn't win, we would have been on the couch too. <laughs> I know. It got scary for a moment. That game got tight in the last five minutes. So, but that's going to be it for this episode, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks, Billy. We'll see you all here next week. Have a good night. Good night. Did you call back?